Hello, my little Chaluminauts, and thank you. Thank you for an amazing 2021. 2021 was by far the greatest and best year for this little show of ours, and that is entirely because of each and every one of you listening right now. The show wouldn't exist the way it does if you guys weren't here to enjoy it and keep us going. So thank you for being the best fan base that we could ever ask for, for being so funny and insightful and just fun to make shows for. And an extra special thank you to everybody who directly supports us over on Patreon. We did some really fun things this year with the rewards, and at the end of the year, most recently, we introduced the brand new reward, the Chill Tracks Movie Night, where once a month, we're going to announce a movie that we're going to be watching, and we're going to do a commentary over it, and we'll provide the commentary for you, so you guys can go ahead and listen to the commentary along with the movie. Uh, it's not a very unique idea. There's a tons of things out there that do it, kind of like MST3K or Rift Tracks. Um, but it's something we've been wanting to do. And the first one is now out where you guys can watch the Mothman prophecies with us. So again, thank you guys so much. And if you guys can't directly support us on Patreon, don't worry. In a few months, we'll send start putting out the movie tracks one a month uh, for free. But the Patreon will always have about four or five ahead than what's out there for the public to grab. So if you want to get ahead or just jump in early before they start coming out, do so now at patreon.com slash Illuminatipod. Again, 2021 was amazing, and we are ready to jump into 2022 with a huge splash. And some of the projects we have planned for 2022 and some of the topics are going to be extremely fun. So thank you guys again. We love you and enjoy the show. Gross. Oh. 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 Hello. Oh. Welcome. I've brought oh. you in. Come back. <laughs> oh. I don't have Welcome nostrils. Your, your, little chill, your little chill mini for uh, this Awful. week. Dude, so I'm glad you saw this video as well. You know, me all excited for aliens to uh, finally come up, scoop me up, and attach me to one of their jerk-off machines. Instead, <laughs> Why is we got that so specific? Because you know what? We brought it up and it hasn't left his mind since. It will never leave my mind. It'll never, I'd say it, not until I experience it for myself. Uh, but out in jarkened India, a strange figure is seen walking on the road, caught on camera, of course, by the people driving down the road. Um, and I have to admit, though I don't want to say it's an alien, it is fucking weird. So I'm send me the very link. scary. Send me the link. There it reminds me of this. Your... It reminds me of this witch footage that was going a around bit. a couple years yeah. ago. If you remember that. Now, I love the music in the background. It's, uh, it's like action music. Just skip ahead a bit until they get near. Like, look, yeah, like look at the 14 second mark. Like, going dude, viral. like it's. That's just it's a person. person. That's a this person. Is, uh, this is on an official news uh, network. It's I a think person. that's Mr. Burns. 
It's just, I mean, it very well could be. That's what happened at the end of that episode. All I'm saying is, it looks like a tall gray, honestly. He Um, really does look fucking weird. Wait till it gets closer. It just looks like like a guy. It looks like an ashy dude. Just like (laughs) an ashy dude. (laughs) Yes. It just looks like a dude who has just like been through some shit. We are, this is, look where we're at. We are in back dirt road India right now. This is just just got dusted out. (laughs) This is just a dude. Dude, like uh, there are, I'm gonna let you know, people this skinny and messed up all over the world. This does not shock me at all. This Dude, is, man. These guys park their bikes there, looking at him, and the guy is just kind of like turns around, looks, and then keeps on keeping on. You don't think that the babies are like the Dobby from the driveway, and then they mature into these guys? I'm letting <laughs> you know. This is what I like. This is generalization, but I'm gonna let you know. Most dudes in India. If they see something like this, they aren't going to just stop and then like there there be more to this story. I'm going to let you know there be more to this story. They would be like, grab that thing. They wouldn't just be like, oh wow, there's no way, there's no way, there's no Maybe way. These guys were scared. Maybe it's no, they would not they be. I'm letting you know. know. I'm questions, letting you know. Questions I, I have called. are like, questions I have are like, how remote is this? Like, how yeah. likely is it that a guy with no clothes on could walk to this place? Like, it says it's on a bridge on a dam. Like, why is this guy on a bridge on a dam? It's in Chadwa Dam Bridge, in case we have any Indian let me, fans Let me out just there. say, much like we have, like, uh, hillbillies and rednecks, yeah. uh-huh. and Australia has, like, boggins, Indians, okay. have, like, have the exact same thing. And I'm letting you know, those dudes pull up on those bikes... Are those dudes? And they would you grab think it's this just guy, like a guy who's gone Colonel Kurtz full on. <laughs> no, I'm just, no, no, I'm just saying, like you know, they got, they're like not dumb, but they sh- when they should have fear, they don't, and they're like, let's grab them, and you know, I guarantee that's what would happen there. I cannot. This is just a dude. This is yeah, them sucks, harassing the a dude. The minute this thing goes to turn around, it, it's like the darkness swallows him, and you just can't see. <laughs> Any features on the face or the front, like it's only high definition when he's walking away, whenever this thing or person is walking away. Cause I keep my mind open just to the possibility that an alien just got lost and is strolling down the road in India. What do you looking think for where he parked his UFO? What do you think of this footage? That's like original, like this is the witch on the road footage. What do you think about this footage? Do you think this is a person? Like all I'm saying is uh, this comment on that video is the exact is, is, Exactly like, what it is. Go to like 50, 45 seconds. I just want to say this comment really quick. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Say it. So these, this is the comment about that previous video. <laughs> so guys meet somebody naked and alone and were, uh, you know, if they were that close to prove as an ET might exist, but they like prefer to ignore it. It's impossible. If they, they just understood it was like naked guy and left. That explains the video. They saw a dude. They're like, what's that? And then they're like, the oh, it's a naked man. And they left. around it. Yeah. Yeah. Like no one cares. <laughs> Or the alien influenced their brainwaves and influenced them to leave him alone so he could go about his no, way. No, Maybe only I'm telling people you, with the right psychic power can. Yeah, what, only those who have opened see. their third eye. If this was an alien, I'm letting you know these dudes right up in the motorcycles would have got off and grabbed his ass. <laughs> I'm just telling it to you straight. All right, we got a new one. Yeah, this is go to like this, 45 seconds in this one. This is the witch. This is a classic video. I'll I'll link this on Reddit if you bug me about it. This is the so that witch. you can know the exact one that we're watching. Go to like 40, 49 seconds. 
I'm at 52. There's yeah. just like a, you know, like a person who is walking weird. Just listen. God, just listen. <laughs> I like how they <laughs> back up. Like, nope. Hell no. Nope. I you would be. What? I'll be making the exact same sounds as this guy. You know yeah, this guy is like, whoa. You know what makes this ex- excellent? This one is fun. I don't, again, don't know that I believe it's like anything crazy, but what makes this one fun is that she's wearing all white and it's mm-hmm. pitch black. And so it like feeds into the imagery of like, it's ghostly and otherworldly and her outfit, like at least from this crappy cam- camera appears to be a little too clean. I, there's something about that's fun. I love how creepy this is. It doesn't necessarily mean that this is like, Oh, like a bull. You <laughs> have been turned into a frog. Like it's not as uh, you know. <laughs> it looks it's pretty. Weird. Like why won't he go? Why won't he leave? Yeah, I don't know. That's a really that one really freaks me out. I yeah, think it's about really, that. Her, the way she moves. Oh, the way she gets faster and like hobbles yeah. even. Oh, it's it looks creepy, like it looks like Resident little? Evil to me. It, it really has bit. like a Resident Evil vibe. Uh, but going along with the theme of videos of things uh, that are may or may not be real. I just wanted to talk to you guys. I teased this a little bit. At the end of the the Dybbuk box episode that we just had uh, on the main show, and I just wanted to run this by you because it's something that has suddenly become much more interesting to me, and I I can't stop thinking about it. So I just wanted to run okay. it by you guys since there's a lack of alien news this week. Uh, maybe uh, next week, boys. Maybe I know, next I know, week. I know. I know. Uh, so as I mentioned last time. This this film is called the Patterson Gimlin film. It's from 1967, and it's that Bigfoot film. If you haven't yeah. seen it, it's that Bigfoot film. I'm going to put a link to the original version of it in the chat right now so you can watch it. Volume warning. Again, if you bug me, I'll put the links in the subreddit. I'll probably forget. But here it is. This is the original footage. The last minute of the footage. Yeah, and man's on horse. Man's Bigfoot horse. stuff happens around twenty seconds or so. Yep, there it is. There's that cloud. Oh my God, dude, it's got Parkinson's. Jesus Christ, that's what I'm saying, dude. Like this is like a serious. Oh my God. Okay, okay, there we go. Yep. All right, there we go. We can finally see. There he is doing that classic walk that we all know. And yeah. it's back in the shakes have returned and he's gone. Yeah. And it's always like I say, it's always kind of been the like, oh, shaky camera, low res example, like the original one, because it's yeah. you know, everybody's like, oh, it's bullshit, whatever, whatever, whatever. But I have I, I recently had the epiphany because I, I like to watch driving around cities in the 30s type footage. And I realized they can make that shit smooth as hell. So why can't they make the Patterson Gimlin film smooth as hell? Right. And so first I'm going to show you this one because this one's at like the full wide angle. Uh, and it just is amazing. Yeah, that's that's great. Already it looks real good. Yep. I I want to talk about the gate a little bit. Because I've shown this to people and I get a half and half response of like, oh, yeah, that's just a dude in a suit or that's like what I think looking yeah. at it. <laughs> but I don't think so, because here's the thing. 
I think I think the way he's walking is pretty weird. Number one, I think the he's the, hunched, his butt sticking out a little bit, kind of like Trump. He's got he's got one of those like gorilla asses, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I I I can see that he rotates his wrists and is like able to move his fingers. You know what I'm saying? And his wrist, by the way, his legs go like all the way. His arms go like all the way down to his knees almost. Uh, so I I I feel like there's something to this footage, right? I. I feel like there may be something going on, but now I really want to show you the one that I really enjoyed, which is a much more close version where you can really start to see details. I want you to look at the like eight second mark of this one. Is it this one? Let me just double check that this is the right one. Yeah, this is the one. I want you to check out this one at like eight seconds because I believe what you can see here is like his meat muscles of his legs shaking like they're really meat on a bone rather than like meat like 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 a outfit if you look at this 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 video at about eight seconds you can really see like the musculature of his legs when he steps down it like shakes his whole little meaty leg there and it just starts to feel Almost like it's a real like creature. And I usually I used to think that this footage was complete horseshit. <clears throat> OK, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I can see that one step where his whole leg jiggles for lack of a better term. You can see you can see a little bit more upper detail. leg go wobble right, right down to where like uh, the knee bends. He has the like brow ridge. You can see that his feet aren't like shoes. Yeah, that leg moves very realistically for sure. It doesn't move. It's not stiff or anything. The what moves and what wiggles is like your calf and stir up. Like if I was naked and I like slammed my foot down on the ground, my whole thigh would be like, right. And I feel like that's interesting. I feel like that's exactly what we're seeing here. So I just wanted to open the floor again to ask, like, is this real footage of something or is this clearly a guy in a suit? Because I. And I've, I've, it's given me pause. I thought for sure this was a dude in a suit three days ago. So what's interesting about this is looking at the footage you're looking at the leg muscle. You're absolutely right. When he steps down, it not only shakes, but then like a little bit of the other leg shakes as well. The biggest thing about it that I noticed is that that's the only thing shaking. Even as he moves his arms back and forth in that like swing, it's only from sort of like the the maybe top of his arm down that moves but his torso and his body do not move at all which if I you're kinda, normal yeah, there's walking no, there's no titty shake while he's taking that stomp like, you're right yeah, there's, there. there's there's nothing about his upper body that moves except his arms but you're right the lower body moves so now i'm thinking less of oh it's real and more of what is this suit? Like, how do they make, like, is it a suit where it was like a vest? You know, like, because yeah, you're if right. It is, a vest in a mask. If it is just a fake thing, which I'm definitely not writing off, right? If it is just a fake thing, I think the suit is much better than we gave it credit for if this yeah. is fake. Uh, this is from 1967 again, right? Uh, but like, if you look at him, he has like this big, chunky booty. And he has these this weird way of walking where he rotates his wrists like almost like a monkey would. Like he's he's rotating his wrists back and forth as he walks like Jar Jar Binks. And he has like you can see he has the ability to manipulate his fingers, which I think if you had long fake arms on like that, go almost to your knees like that, that you might not be able to 
move them. But I, so I, I don't know. I don't know. What maybe she I'm crazy. Maybe I'm looking for something here. But now go back to the other video that stabilized. The, the farther back one. Yeah, the further back one. And just watch the first like five seconds and watch his like lower back and tell me that that's not moving and shaking when he when he's walking like the part you know what i mean by the lower back like just above the ass where your ass cheeks are it does kind of look like it has heft to it that's what i'm saying it looks like it has mm, it looks like like a little meat cap camera like like, a little meat wobble that on that sits up like above the ass i don't see that at all that looks like that looks like artifacting from the ai I mean, I don't know. That's that. It's just I. I hadn't looked at this. I, I hadn't looked at this film clip in. Boy, I don't know. I would say ten years. Just yeah, I hadn't even forever. thought of it. Like I just absorbed it into my brain. I was like, I saw the you know the pose of him walking with his arms out, and I just that's that was the that was the footage to me. So hmm. I don't really it's have a conclusion to draw. But if you have a chance, go look at these four K one hundred FPS stabilizations of the Bigfoot film because technology is amazing. It's wild. Yeah, that's so neat. Yeah, that's really really cool. Like, I mean, there is it literally gives me pause. This literal this part where eight seconds in this video, it really something is going on. (laughs) That leg looks very real. Yeah. Wild. Uh, Hey, speaking of technology, I got something wild for you. Oh, oh, so a 39-year-old drug-like kingpin guy in Liverpool was taken down recently through the use of technology in like a way that is borderline scary. So this guy, Cal, who was, you know, known to be the guy supplying heroin, cocaine, ketamine, MDMA, all, you know, like all sorts of stuff. Sure. Um, they had fingerprints on things, but they could never trace it to this guy, right? So what ended up happening is they cracked his like encrypted message thing that he's been using to like talk to dudes and on this encrypted message thing, he, I guess, went to like a cheesery (laughs) and took a photo. Cheesery? I don't know where he was, but he took a photo. Sounds like where Chuck E. Cheese lives. (laughs) (laughs) He took a photo of him holding cheese up to the camera to be like, should I get this type and using the photo? That had like you know when he hold you hold it like this using yeah, the photo definition. they got his fingerprints, uh oh, <laughs> based off of like the photo, and that's how they match the fingerprints to the the fingerprints in the crime scene. That is that's crazy. unbelievable. Yeah. So hey, that's that's a thing, <laughs> criminals. <laughs> <laughs> our cameras, yeah, our just our cameras in our pockets now are so fucking good. It's. It's yeah, nuts. it was it was such a good shot that that's how they, they got him. I used to remember thinking it was so baller that there was this story of this girl who had like a party at her apartment and like there was like some shady dudes there that she like didn't recognize uh, kind of like skinhead looking dudes. And uh, the next day, like somebody broke into her house and stole her iMac and uh, so they logged into the iMac and like used the camera to snap a picture of the guy using the computer mm-hmm. like in his apartment like just that's funny i thought that was high tech but now we're just like yeah we took fingerprints out of a picture yeah that's, like, that's literally took- enhance 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 yes, that's like, like we took finger yes. and palm prints out of this guy's photo because the camera was such a good camera quality they're like we could see it so we just matched them 
And I was like, that That's, is I feel like that was done. Shit. I was gonna say, I feel like that was done in an episode of CSI back in 2000. Of course it like, was. They were like, but back then it was BS because it was like enhanced. And, and you know, yes, after a while it becomes grainy, exactly, but for some reason on TV it gets clearer. So. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wild. We just, we are, we are building our own future in our TV shows, everybody. Get ready. Yeah, soon. Yeah. Soon I mean, that's we're just going to be the was. cyberpunk universe. Star Trek it's inspired enough happen. people that like a lot of Star Trek things became reality. It yeah. just feels like it didn't inspire enough Like space people. aliens coming to earth with flying no, saucers. Not I'm happening. Ready for that. Bring it on, man. I'm ready. Simply uh, not occurring. I just, I just want to hear people's takes on the Patterson Gimlin film. Yes, now I do too. Really, please bad. let me know what you guys think. If you notice anything interesting on Reddit, you know, don't just go in there and be a troll. Just go try and try and engage with the source material. Let's talk about it. Look, tell me about the meat. Tell me about the leg meat. Tell me about the. Tell me about the butt flap. Tell me about it all. I want to know what you guys think. <laughs> yes, please let us all know. I'm no Bigfoot expert. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, we'll be back next week, everybody. With another wonderful chill mini. Thank you guys so much for supporting the show. Uh, we wouldn't be able to do this guy uh, without you. And uh, yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Goodbye. Bless. 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 Hello, my little chill luminots, and welcome back mm, to a chill mini. Why you gotta be mini like, why can't you be like, hello, everyone? It's so exciting to talk to you. Why are you mini, like, mini, hello, pain for a little right there? They're paying for this intimacy, extra intimacy, Desi. That's what you consider intimate is like, I'm in your room now. You don't. Whatever the live show, I'm going to open the live show with that. Yeah, we're going to do it loud, loud on the speaker. I've already made a decision. People are going to feel it in their chests. If that's what you're going to do, you have to step down from our perch on the stage. Oh, I will. Walk your ass into the audience. Okay, I will. And then lay on the floor. And say, <laughs> "Hello, my little Chaluminda." Like you have to do Dude, the whole thing. Mini, I'll do the whole thing. On the, lay on the floor and let them all look down at you as you say it. <laughs> and only then will step it be official. After, be a I mean, weird that's like, you performance do. art piece. <laughs> yeah, or like paint on him or something. Bo Burnham's <laughs> inside. Matt, this is outside. Yeah, outside, Matt, this yes. is, Matt, this is outside. <laughs> it's Mike. Mike, I gotta go. I'm Mike and Chaluminati. Okay. Just Mike. Uh, I'm Mike. Mike's outside. Mike. Mike's outside. Alex All Jesse right. and just plain old Mike. Just old Mike. <laughs> Mr. All Mike. Right. We got some fun stuff for you. I'm going to open up with mine because it's alien related and I'm excited. So you all know the alien autopsy video that was aired back in 1995 on Fox. That was quote unquote proven a, a hoax. hoax by the I am dying to hear about this. This is so sounds BS. crazy. How However, along oh the line, further down the timeline, the creator came out and said, it's not fully fake. There are a couple of frames within that that are actually from the film that he got from the military person that he met back in 19, whatever it was that Dude, he got no it from. The rest backs. was recreated. No take backs, uh, though, to, man. Whatever. So the reason I agree, that's very sketchy right out, of, out the gate. However, this is an article straight out of Yahoo Finance. Um, this is from um, May 25th. Only so the best. A, yeah, yeah. Two, a couple weeks ago, alien autopsy NFT drop auth authenticated by the CIA reserve one million on Rarible now. The NFT made from the original 1947 alien autopsy film, the auction of the most famous evidence of extraterrestrials, the only one authenticated by the CIA, which we're going to get to in a minute. That's a big claim. Is at Rarible.com with an opening bid of one million or 450 Ethereum. 
The debate over the existence of extraterrestrial life was settled when the CIA authenticated the most famous piece of UAP evidence, the alien autopsy film. Settled? Now for the the first time ever, a piece of that history is available to own. On Tuesday, a mind-blowing NFT of a frame from the film will be auctioned off on Rarible, the largest decentralized NFT marketplace. To make this item even more historic... The buyer will also receive a physical 16 millimeter frame from the original film that was shot in 1947. The starting bid is over 1 million, blah, blah, blah. The frame clearly depicts the autopsy of an extraterrestrial that crash landed in Roswell, New Mexico in August clearly. of 47. Clearly. I, you don't I'm clearly get to depicts. It. Quote, I have lived with this film and the story surrounding it for 30 years, said the owner of the original footage, British entre- entrepreneur Ray Santilli. When I first saw the CIA papers with their verification of the Roswell event and alien autopsy film, a massive weight was lifted from my shoulders. I believe the technology we enjoy today started in 1947 with the Roswell crash and that the NFT and single film frame being offered is by far one of the most valuable items to even come up in the in auction. The alien autopsy evidence is world famous and has appeared on every major TV network worldwide and became a major Warner Brothers movie. A documentary investigating it, and it was mentioned. He's just like, this is like, you know, pimping that it's been everywhere on TV. The original film was discovered by Santilli, who acquired it in 1992 from a U.S. military cameraman while he was working on an Elvis Presley project. The authenticity was later subject to fierce debate until a leaked memo was obtained by aerospace billionaire Robert Bigelow that proved the film's provenance. The memo from the archives of the NASA astronaut Edgar, Edgar Mitchell. How did he get it? Huh? How did he get it? Somebody leaked it to him. Oh. Somebody like leaked it to him in 04 or whatever Handed it, was, it to or, a billionaire. Yeah, yeah. Discusses. Uh, so the memo from the archives of the NASA astronaut Edgar Mitchell discusses CIA scientist Kit Green's briefing on the alien autopsy film at the Pentagon. In 2001, Green submitted a report stating, quote, the alien autopsy film video is real. The alien cadaver is real. The cadaver seen in the film video is the same as the photos Kit saw at the 1987-88 Pentagon briefing. The memo was also shows an email where Green reveals for, uh, forensic tissue and organs were stored at Walter, Walter Reed Armed Forces Institute for Pathology Medical Museum in Washington, D.C. All stuff we covered back when we covered Roswell. So... This don't you shake your head, Jesse. I'm shaking we my got, head. It's still fake. We got a it's memo still, that was leaked. All these that things, shows. all these fake things to prove a fake thing. It's crazy. What, yeah, what do you mean? It's it's an actual. It was a memo that was leaked, and there's an actual scientist's name. You can actually go ahead and do research. I guess, exists. I guess Christopher we'll see. Green is his name. I guess we'll see by the end of this month. Um. So anyway, yeah, that's what I've been doing. Like, so they're selling it an NFT. You can see the picture of it. Like, you can see the picture of the film from the supposed 1947 alien autopsy film. Does it have film. the dude in it? Yeah, it has the alien lying on, just the alien lying on the, uh, here, I'll link you guys the uh, rubber suit? so you can see it. Whenever I think of the alien from that film, I I kind of get him mixed up with the alien inside the pierogi guy's head in uh, Men in Black. When roughly he opens the same his, thing. Oh. Roughly the same thing. <laughs> just the face, he's kind of like... He's kind of like tired. He's kind of out of it. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's it was very convincing. Like the creator came forward back in. I can't remember when. Ninety six, ninety seven. Not and it was too, like, not too long after. Right. And he was like, hey, it's 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 pig guts and like sheep brain and all this other stuff. And then he went back and said, well, what we it was a recreation, but it was based on the few frames that we actually have and what likely ended up happening. And they created it. 
It's interesting. <laughs> Jesse is just shaking his head. No, um, I don't know. I find it. I find it fascinating because like it apparently was real enough looking to fool a CIA agent of somebody who had been debriefed on these things in the past. And it does lead credence to the whole idea that bodies were found at the Roswell crash as we covered back in the Roswell series. Go back and listen to it. Great series. Um, I just don't know, man. I don't know. It, it puts it. It's ah, God, it sucks because like the guy came forward and was like, we made all that. We did all this stuff. And now there's like weird memos saying that they were believed and like it might be real. And so that's the thing, like, does it mean that it's saying that it's real or is it saying that the CIA took it serious at one point? That's you know what I mean. I mean so, th- but like the, the, I don't know. I, cause it's so fucking like, it's all so goddamn vague. The memo from the CIA agent seems to imply that he believed it was real. I don't know whether I think that was believed is the key word there, but if he believed it was real, he didn't seem surprised and it seemed to fall in line with things that he had already known or believed. It wasn't like, he didn't seem mind blown by it is, is like the key takeaway here that this was a body being autopsied. He was seemed like it was like kind of like a fucking Monday. Um, so I don't know, man, like it's hard to know. I just, it's weird. I don't know what the government knows and it's just frustrating. And maybe they do have a body fucking stashed somewhere on some base. But that's what if been, they don't? Which I mean, also possible because all these, you know, what's frustrating is all these goddamn news stories about these like d- disclosure. The headlines are all like government says there's no way that they, they, it's not alien. But then if you go in and you go read the article, it then also says the government says there's no way to know if it's not either. So like all these mainstream medias are leading with these headlines to be like, it's not alien. But if you fucking read the article, the government also is like, but it's also, we don't know if it's not. They're, they're saying, saying, yeah, they they're saying, know. they're saying we're not saying it's aliens, but we do not know what it is. But they're having the mass media fucking put out headlines that say it's not alien. So people just, you know, people only read the headlines that's done purposefully, man. And they're doing that shit purposefully. But if you read the articles, the government is literally like, it might be, it might not be. We don't know. Because when you sit and look at the evidence, we're stuck with two options. One, some government on this planet has technology that can that breaks laws of physics in, in ways that we do not understand. Yeah. Going speeds that would kill a human, being able to go from water to air to water without any resistance. Or it's something, which means they're like a century ahead of us and have been putting this technology together for decades and we never got wind of it, which makes no sense. Or... It's something else. I'm not saying, or it's aliens, but it's something else. It's, it doesn't make any sense. There's just, it doesn't make sense to me that the Chinese have technology or the Russians have technology that are like breaking physics laws that we know. And we've never known they were working on it, that they've just literally, we just never heard about them working on it. Cause they would have to be working on it for fucking decades. And if you go back to Soviet Russia and like, they weren't, they, they weren't exactly doing great back then, you know, in terms of money and like funding. Sure. So I don't know, man. Like, it just doesn't make it frustrating because we're left with like this, this, this no, you're unknowable right. answer. It's the most real it's ever felt. I'll put it that way. Yeah. It's the it's most real it's ever felt. Yeah. But anyway, the NFT's up for sale. If you want a piece of this, one day you'll either find out it's completely false as, as most people believe, or it might be real, but you have to hawk up at least a million dollars in Ethereum to buy it. So if you listen you to this show and you end up owning this, you know what to do. Hook us up. Patreon.com slash Chiluminati pod. (laughs) Find us out. They're already there. They're listening to this here. Uh, Maybe, maybe they are. Maybe they're not. Maybe it's 2022 now. And the aliens already showed up in July. Like what's his name? Wouldn't that be fucking wild? Anyway, that's it. That's all I got. (laughs) Take it away before I just start rambling. Wow. Something totally different from lad Bible. It's from 12 days ago. 
This is an article that I'm going to read word for word because it starts off grabbing you with a very Chiluminati-esque headline. And then as the article goes on, you start to ask more questions. You start to, there's a larger conspiracy at foot. So I'm going to just read through it. Uh, It's called Residents of Small Australian Town Terrified by Mysterious Creepy Doll. Uh, And it goes like this by Tom Wood. Residents of a small town in Australia have been seriously creeped out by a haunted doll that sits on a swing near to a mangrove swamp. So I'm not going to let you guys down. I did really good last time about putting everything on Reddit. I'm going to send you guys a picture uh, so that you guys can see it in the Twitter. So go ahead and give it a looky. Looky Lou. It's not great. So if you don't like dolls, don't look at it. (laughs) Uh (laughs) <laughs> it's the I mean, least it's threatening creepy. thing I've ever also, seen. Also, like maybe there's a Furby emerging from the tree. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Okay, thank you. I, th- I, I don't know that. what's like, going what on that? over there on the side. This but is what pe- this is what gets people. This this doll is cute. Yeah. This uh, doll's the cute. article the article goes on. It's the stuff of nightmares and certainly the last thing you'd want to encounter late at night or early in the morning. But the people of Lucinda, North Queensland, know well enough to avoid this spooky toy. They even attribute the malevolent magic of the doll to failed fishing trips and troubles with boats, probably due to the proximity to the water. Obviously, it's completely terrifying in the first place, but when you factor in the fact it could also be casting evil spells, it gets worse. And I got another article here. I mean, another picture here from the article that you guys can look at. It's no better than the first. It's it's a little it's I'd say it's slightly creepier. Uh, and it does seem to confirm that the Furby is, in fact, a Furby and is, in fact, real and not just a trick of the light. What? Oh, my goodness. I'm excited. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and here is where the article starts going insane. The town, which is 90 miles north of Townsville, only has a population of 406. <laughs> Wait, yeah, I know. The Powerpuff Girls hanging out? The town is 90 miles north of Townsville, only has a population of 406 all of whom are presumably well aware of the bad luck that swirls around the mysterious swinging doll. Even the local MP has been getting in on the act. Hitchinbrook's local political representative, Nick DeMetto, told the Townsville Bulletin, everyone seems to know about the doll, but nobody really wants to talk about it. Somehow, that makes it even stranger and more unnerving. According to DeMetto, no one knows or is willing to own up to knowing who put the doll there. Uh, And I got one more picture for you it seems like whoever took these pictures just sort of like kept kind of sneaking closer and closer to the doll tempting fate perhaps i don't know (laughs) uh but it goes on perhaps nobody actually did put it there maybe it arrived its own accord apparently the residents of the town are all completely aware of it but no one is willing to get too close to investigate properly they're even scared to say hello to it demeto added Everyone seems to know about the doll, but nobody really wants to talk about it. This might be pure circumstance or a modern wives' tale, but it's something I'm definitely not willing to toy with. Demetto went on to explain how every single time he tries to ask about the doll, it always ends up raising more questions than it provides answers. And then it shows the same picture again, basically, but from a slightly different angle again. So now I'm going to send you another picture, and you can confirm that it's Similar enough of a picture that we probably didn't need to see it twice, but it's a slightly different one. Or maybe it's just my own eyes playing tricks on me. I can't tell. I looked, I took two separate screen caps. So you're going to have to tell me if it's the same exact picture or not. (sighs) It's just weird that it's in the article twice. I feel like maybe it is the same exact pic. We'll see. Uh, He said the dolls 
Providence remains a local mystery, and most people living in the area are wary of digging too far into what it's doing there. Best just to skirt around and go about whatever business you've got. That said, one business owner told the same local paper the doll was placed there by a lovely local couple who just wanted to add a splash of color to their small part of the world. Well, they've certainly done that, just perhaps not the type of color they intended. And I want to point out that both times that they they quoted the cop, he said, everyone seems to know about the doll, but nobody really wants to talk about it. Word for word, the same thing twice quoted in the article. (laughs) Weird. Gotta gotta get that word count up there, man. And then... Every time that they mention him, it says something along those lines. It's like we asked him and he said, everybody knows about it, but no one wants to say who it is or nobody wants to deal with it. So basically, this whole news story is that there's a creepy doll that showed up on a swing in Australia and no one wants to look at it or check it out. But it's... uh, I feel like it's not creepy. It looks like a little tiny stuffed doll. It's not like... A porcelain doll, like was it? Just looks like a stuffed doll that like an old couple probably put there because they're like, oh, "I'll do it for you, honey." He's like, "I love you." you never get to see its face though. In if any of the photos. I if I saw this in the woods, hanging from a tree on this creepy rope swing, like it is, I would definitely be freaked out. It's got a little dog with it. It has a, nothing evil. Has a little tiny puppy. Oh my god, it does have a dog. I didn't even know a little tiny puppy. It has a, it has a dog next to a puppy. But then it also has a. a a Furby, which it like Philadelphia experimented into a tree next to it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what's going on there. And that actually adds a lot to the creepiness. It, it has like a Lynchian creepiness to it. You, you don't, yeah. I, you know, I'll put it on the subreddit. You guys can tell me, just bug me and I'll throw it on the subreddit. If you, if you, if you care to see, I'll even throw the both versions of the same picture on there just for journalistic integrity. So, uh, that's my, that's my story and I'm sticking to it. It's a creepy one. <laughs> it's a sticky it's a creepy story. You're sticking to it. All right, Jesse, what do you got? Well, we mentioned this out. in the episode uh, this past a week. Was- a man got swallowed by a whale in something truly biblical. A man <laughs> by the name of Michael Packard was swallowed whole by a humpback whale. <laughs> so quote, this man the first quote that comes up. Oh, my God. I'm in the mouth of a whale. <laughs> yeah. So this guy, 56, he is a like a lobster picker, a plucker. Basically, he literally goes down underwater and picks lobsters off the, the floor of the ocean. And he might be like one of the last people <laughs> to do this. And so he's down there and he sees like a bunch of fish swimming around. And uh, of course, whales, what they do is they open their mouth and just suck in all the damn fish. And this dude was just in the way and i love the way he writes stuff is like the way he describes it is crazy all right all of a sudden i felt this huge shove and the next thing i knew it was completely black packer recall friday afternoon following his release from cape cod hospital in hyannis i could sense i was moving i could feel the whale squeezing me with the muscles in his mouth Initially, Packer thought he was inside a great white shark, but he couldn't feel any teeth and he hadn't suffered any obvious wounds. It quickly dawned on him that he'd been swallowed by a whale. I was completely inside. It was completely black, Packard said. That's I thought crazy. to myself, there's no way I'm getting out of here. I'm done. I'm dead. All I could think of was my boys. They're 12 and 15 years old. <laughs> Outfitted in scuba gear. He struggled and the whale began shaking his head so that Packer could tell that he didn't like it. He estimated he was in the whale's mouth for 30 to 40 seconds before the whale finally surfaced. 
Yeah. I saw a light and he started to throw his head from side to side. And the next thing I knew, I was out in the water. Packard's Whoa. sister was on their boat at the time. And she recalls this thing popping out of the water. She thought it was a great white shark. And, then, and she said, there was all this action at the top of the water. Then the whale flung uh, my brother back into sea. And uh, I was like, thank God it wasn't a great white shark. He sees him out there all the time. He must have thought he was done. First off, that alone is enough for me never to do this. Yep, I'm good. <laughs> Just great wakes all the time. And he's like, I got to get my lobster. So they, they asked, you know, a bunch of scientists and stuff like time out. Does this happen often? Do whales eat people often? And they're like, no, this is ridiculously rare. This is something that never happens. Basically, unless they are whales that have teeth, the whole idea of a whale, especially a humpback, all it does is it has like uh, filters and sucks up fish and then so just is swallows. So he fully underwater? And so uh, essentially this does not happen. The, the, the guy they asked was like, I've never heard of anything like this happening before. It just kind of they say that the, the one that that swallowed him was a juvenile. So chances are that it simply didn't know better and just was doing it. You know, it's whale yep. thing. And uh, they're like, yeah, this does not happen. People dive with humpbacks all the time. People do all these different things with humpbacks and they just simply do not eat people. So he's like, this was a rare thing. And it's very, at least what the, the scientists are saying, like the, there's no way this whale could have swallowed him whole. Like it's not a whale that like it got in his mouth. It's like, if you eat a thing and you're like, that's not going down and you have to like spit it out. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> it's like you and putting it's, a game boy in your mouth or something. It's not going like, it's not going down the throat. Yeah. Yeah. And so they're like, it really, truly he was more in danger of being injured in other ways. Like, you know, blunt force trauma and stuff of being inside a whale's mouth. I mean, sh yeah, like, I can shuck around and he has shuck. Yeah, that's right. Shuck around, shook around. around. And he, but he has all the equipment on. And so, you know, who knows what could happen, but they're like, yeah, no, he's he, like, that's crazy. This definitely should not happen. And then my favorite part, my favorite part of the entire article, this is crazy. Um, <clears throat> 10 years ago while traveling to Costa Rica, Michael Packard, same guy was a passenger in a small plane that crashed in the jungle, killing <laughs> the pilot co-pilot and a passenger Packers sustained multiple serious injuries to his abdomen and upper body. The rescuers that found the remaining five passengers after two nights in the jungle said they wouldn't have survived another night. Jesus. This Christ, dude's this life guy. is wild. What is that, he that guy who was like struck by lightning? His parachute didn't go off and he like lived through all that shit. Yeah. And so this guy, <laughs> you know what he, and then of course they end with, they think he's the last lobster diver in Provincetown. He's like, it's a strenuous job, but I'm the best one there is. <laughs> You're the only one there is, bud. So I guess that by I default, you are it. also I, the best. I, I was like, wow, what a weird story. And then it's like, also, he crashed in a jungle and had to survive for two days. And he was like <laughs> a damaged abdomen. I'm like, this guy is Man, this guy. Yeah. That so, is unbelievable. That is mm -hmm. unreal. He's like That's one of those insane. guys that just has that luck, right? Yeah. Like, That's why you got swallowed by a whale luck. It's just Teddy not, Roosevelt. It's not good. Yeah. yeah, it's not good. Uh, good stuff. Thank you, boys. Uh, and thank you all on Patreon for supporting us. We'll be back next week with a new mini and more crazy stories. Thank you guys so much for listening. Goodbye. Peace. Bye. Hello, my little Chaluminots. Oh, oh, boy. Episode oh, 50. boy.
four uh, children. Hello, my little not. I hate it. Still hate it. We'll hate it forever. <laughs> you accepted it for a few weeks. There were a few oh, weeks where you were like fine with it, and then you stopped. I don't know what happened. No, but it just uh, no. I accepted uh, it because I felt like I had to, but you just make it worse somehow. I don't I know. If I, I don't know if I'm making it worse. Just uh, oh, I love not it. Not a fan. Oh, not a fan. It's one of the best. It's one of the best benefits of joining Patreon.com/slash/IlluminatiPod. I tend to agree with you. Actually, I think it's probably the best benefit. Um, yeah. What did you bring for us today, Alex? That has to do with grenades. Grenades. Because that was the only tease you gave us. I don't have a lot. Like I did a lot of like looking into weird news. Here's the, my biggest thing here. To be quick, Scientific America Today even wrote an article set like literally today saying that, yeah, aliens might actually be here. But if they are, the UFOs are unmanned. They're likely some mach- their machinery they're drone. probes. They're a drone from another planet. That's it. Why We're the cl- fuck? Inching closer to dis- disclosure, but m- continue to be like, but maybe if it, if then here's some, maybe. Uh, they need think. to watch Arrival and realize we don't know anything about anything. That's, that's all I want. Just admit it. Just admit it. The UFOs are here, man. We're there. They're here. But uh, Alex, grenades. Christopher Zachary found, this is from NPR from a couple days ago. He found a green metal box stuffed inside a bright, pink pillowcase in the bushes behind his house he pulled it out on it it said cartridges for weapons and he found 30 armor piercing grenades it's a guy who owns a construction company he was confused he was scared he had no idea how they ended up in his backyard in atlanta uh the military investigated and determined that they were seen eight months ago last on an ammo train that rolled out from florida uh, someone stole them somewhere on the train to Pennsylvania. And, uh, you know, it's a, it's a scary thing. I don't know if you guys remember how I would talked about that time that that sniper team, like shot up that power station at one time just yeah. to like yep. highlight how shitty our security is. Things getting stolen off military trains is a very similar thing. This is like a real big problem that our military is having, uh, and these things are called 40 mic mics. They're 40 millimeter rounds. Uh, they feed into an MK-19 launcher. It's like a grenade machine gun. Shoots one grenade a second, and it can oh shoot god. it o- almost a mile. Oh my god. <laughs> my uh, god. It's like, dunk, dunk, dunk. Yeah. Just mile shots of grenades. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, they had to evacuate five houses in both directions when they found <laughs> the grenade box. Holy uh, shit, man. Neighbors across the street had to evacuate. These rounds can penetrate three inches of steel and have a kill radius of 50 feet. Uh, they came from Blount Island in Jacksonville. Uh, the train had 18 large storage containers on six rail cars, flatbed rail cars called Conex boxes that say explosives on the sides. Uh, and they were stacked in there like soldiers in bunks, according to the article. And it passed through Atlanta twice before it arrived 17 days later in Letterkenny in Pennsylvania. And it was then when they were unpacking the train that somebody discovered that the box of grenades was stolen. Nobody has any idea who, when, how, where they took the grenades. Nobody has any idea. They put them in a pillowcase and tossed it off the train? Uh, I don't know. Uh, no, my, I don't think, well, I don't think this guy's tr- house wasn't the probably I'm assuming it wasn't near the train. My guess is somebody stole it while I was at a stop and like left. 
Yeah. Uh, and it took some time for them to figure it out, too. Workers didn't verify that the anti-theft seals on the containers were intact. Uh, nobody checked the seals the next day either because they were like inside this of the container. Why? Out because of everything. It's because they're inside the container. So then a third day passed. Then they noticed the seals. So nobody knows when or when, when oh or how or what. Uh, and uh, just it was just a little metal strap that holds it to the wood was cut and just one box was taken. Uh, they unpacked the entire container to see if anything else was stolen. Uh, but uh, I don't think anything else was. And uh, it just is this crazy little thing, this little crazy story. It was blown up by a bomb squad. Uh, it's just crazy little story that like, shows how these trains are like susceptible and that people are stealing things from the trains. One last chilling thought that this article leaves us with, which I think is going to maybe make you go. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> Check this out. Uh, these canisters are packed with 32 rounds. And the one that this dude found in the pillowcase behind his house only had 30 in it. Awesome. <laughs> he took two rounds. Fuck. Yeah. What's wild is like, okay. We're hearing about this one. So how many do we never hear about? That's what I'm saying. Like, like people can be stealing stuff off these trains willy nilly all the time. And we might not even be knowing about it because usually they probably don't find it in their backyard. Yeah. And let's say most people probably aren't leaving them into some bizarre person's random person's backyard. So that's horrifying thought. Absolutely. Not a big fan. Uh, great. Guns one- even can be stolen in this way. Like it's, yeah. a, it's no joke. Well, great. Jesse, you got anything better <laughs> that's going to make us not want to be afraid of going outside? Oh, I was about to say yes, but then you phrased it incorrectly. I'm so sorry. Oh, okay. I'm I'm already nervous. Great. So Let's this week, it. I learned about a thing that is called Uvia? Uvia? De Uvia. Pisa- <laughs> yeah. De uh, Pisces Pieces. Basically, it's the rain of fish. And for hundreds of years, hundreds of years, at least 150 of recorded history, a uh, town in, um, oh goodness, where is this? In it's Euro Honduras, Euro Honduras for once a year, sometimes twice fish rain from the sky. Huh? Every year. And it happens right around now between the months of May or June in that time period. Usually what happens is uh, like a massive rainstorm will come through and just hit the city and then fish will begin to rain from the sky. And everyone was like, BS does not happen. But in the 1970s, National Geographic like was there on the scene. For it to happen. They watched Whoa. it happen. And it's it's this thing known as animal rain. And it's not. I mean, the reason why it's interesting is it happens in in Euro. It happens there every year. But this kind of thing, it apparently happens all the time around the world. And, you know, it's just very hard to catch because it is like a flash. It isn't just like the fish come down slowly. It's like suddenly there's dumped. Right. And they said this, this happens with other things too. Like, um, 
there there at one point in time there was in 1823 there was a volcanic eruption no i'm sorry in 1698, a guy in 1823 wrote about Damn. this, but in 1698, there was a volcanic eruption, and I guess there was an underwater lake, and the lake exploded and shot fish into the air. And so, oh like, God. that's happened Whoa. before. There's been times where frogs or, like, snakes or sometimes tiny alligators or jellyfish or mice or all sorts of things How were picked whimsical. up by storms and then flung around. I love that. And sometimes... They, you know, reports have been said that like the animals are dead before they even hit the ground. But other times they're like, no, they they, they die when they hit the ground. And other times they're like, they'd be flopping or hop away. That is and, so nutty. Yeah, people have said that one of the simplest explanations is that, <clears throat> excuse me, is that um, you know, a flash flood could do it, or maybe there's something that isn't the rain itself. The, the, you know, just maybe the riverbanks rose really quickly and pushed everything out. But there's other times where like water spouts. A real quick water spout could come through, pick up some fish and fling them and then disappear. Do they right? say what causes the fish in that village? Basically, every year it, they have a rainy season and the rainy season brings the fish. But and they don't know like the the physics. They they don't understand how it works. Like they have theories again, like it could be a water spout. It could be the rain hits the a lake. The lake rises really quickly and then. All of the fish are like knocked out onto roads and stuff, and then it recedes very quickly. Um, but they That's don't like classic Reader's Digest, like weird yeah. story fodder right there. Yeah. And, and they said like they've seen things where tornadoes have sucked up entire ponds in the past. But then it's regular every that. year, right? Yeah. Every That's, year it happens since since the 1800s, since they've recorded it. And it's possible it's happened before then. That's nuts. Yeah. And there must be something to do. Like, I mean, obviously this is, this is an explanation, but my mind's just like, I wonder if there's like a, during the storm season is like probably the same time a certain fish maybe has like breeding season and like they show up at the same time a nasty storm seems to hit and they well, linger let me, maybe Let for me a give while. you this one last little tidbit. This is the best part. This is what makes it a mystery. Among the most mysterious elements of the Yoro reign of fish is that the fish themselves are not local to the area and may come from as far away as 200 kilometers. Jesus Christ. What? Yeah. How are they getting all the way that far? That's the fascinating bit. What does that mean? Maybe their eggs go up in the clouds and, and then, then they're born? Yeah. The and then they just fish air? for a while? Yeah. And then oh, they just cloudfish come on down. in the air. And when, when they That's die, like they plummet. That's like hitchhiker's whale. That thing pops, big in, whale. pops into existence. It's like, oh, this is great. Splat. That is crazy yeah they they simply don't know and it's considered like a miracle and they have a festival that i think began in the 90s to honor the fact that it happened so now they just accept it and if you they eat them here's yeah, what they can you eat, they eat the fish? i don't know if you can but i will simply say look up yoro y-o-r-o honduras reign of fish and you will see so many photos and they are wild so like looking. the first search result when you type it in yeah paces downpour of fish one of the one of the one of the photos are people like actually on the street picking up fish and putting in buckets so i guess potentially you could eat them right that's what i'm saying that's like is that's like a brief few meals there maybe it's very bizarre though this is is amazing Mm -hmm. i learned about it this week it was like i can't you learn something new every day if you just keep researching and learning that is a true mystery right there yeah fascinating 
Well, I'm going to leave you all with a small little mystery just for you to go take a look at. There's a giant hole in Yemen that's been there for supposedly millions of years, and nobody knows why. A and they hole say it contains in Yemen? A gym. Yeah, What's a called? giant, perfectly circular hole in Yemen. It's called Eerie Well from Hell in Yemen Leaves Officials Scratching Their Head. Uh, this is an article from today, actually. A curious and rather eerie chasm dubbed the, dubbed the Well from Hell continues to baffle authorities in Yemen despite being in existence for centuries. The peculiar pit, which is located at the country's Al-Mara site near the border of Oman, reportedly measures nearly 98 feet in diameter. However, its depth is actually a mystery. We've never reached the bottom of the well, explained Salah Babir, an an official with Al-Mara's Geological Survey and Mineral Resources Authority. He goes on to say, as there's little oxygen and no ventilation. As such, experts can only guess how deep the hole might go, which they range 300 to 800 feet. They actually made an attempt to go down there once, only got 175 feet down before they said they got out of there because they said, we noticed strange things inside. We also smelled something strange. He recalled before musing that it's a mysterious situation and they didn't go any further down. This is the resting space uh, place of the bull male dragon. Uh, that's the only <laughs> male dragon in, yes. the, yeah, in the dragon apocalypse. <laughs> That's it. That's what's going to happen. That's what's going to happen. Take him out, out with there. a magnesium tipped arrow to the dome, <laughs> saving the entire human race. Hurry. Yeah. Um, just a, a fancy little hole that has no real answer to it that just sits there in Yemen that apparently baffles authorities. And nobody wants to go down there because there's no ventilation other well, than that one small. It hole. looks. It looks so wild. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, it's cool. Look, it's very. It's like almost perfectly circular. Too. It is straight up just in the middle of the desert. Yep. What is it? There's nothing around, and it's just a like a hole leading into pitch black darkness. So, any of our Yemen fans have any? Uh, drop a GoPro on a string. Maybe I feel like that's not going to work. If you're a Yemeni <laughs> listener of our podcast, please. Hit us up and just tell us more, like one new thing about this, this, this hole. Yeah, but this also, claims that it but like also stay safe. If you're, if you're in Yemen, stay safe. Yes. I know shit is God, like yes. not great there right now. Correct. Don't go in the hole. Don't go anywhere. I just want to know about the hole. It, it's, it's one of those things. Apparently, even locals refuse to talk about it because it's like, don't say it. Don't talk about it. It might bring bad, like bad things to happen. What? So, what? Yeah. It, it's so wild looking. Just like even the, if you get like a close up image of it, just pitch it's like black. a million articles about it in the last day. Yeah, it's all it's all cropping up for some reason. But yeah, yeah. hey, go do 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 some hole research, everybody. If you're interested in some holes, there's a spooky hole for you. Some oh. have speculated it's a super volcano that will eventually erupt, according to the Daily Mail. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. That's terrible. There's a lot of those, though. We got a lot of super volcanoes. That's going to be bad. That's going to be bad news for this planet. That are just like little holes in the ground that nobody knows about right There's now. There's a super volcano oh, right in the middle of the United States. If that thing goes, goodbye, U.S. We're done. Well, shit. Just something <laughs> to think about. Yeah. yeah just cool. you know, right, be well, reminded that that's that there's one exists. And, you know, every 10,000 years is supposed to erupt. And, you know, just was the last time it exploded. I don't know. Probably uh, long enough ago that we're all doomed. But like, hey, spoiler, <laughs> unless you can be brought back as molecules, we're all doomed anyway. So it's like, it's fine. Dude, we're all coming back as molecules. There's nothing else we're coming back as. So just think about it. Consider it. See Not what's me. up. I'm coming back as like a like an asshole 
like turtle. Just you know, a literal. Oh, okay. Maybe I'll come back as a donkey. That could be true. I'm into it. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. I'll, I'll, you know what? I'm on a reincarnation vibe. I'll be some kind of like like a dog, man. Dogs got it easy. Okay, yeah. Well, watch out for okay. grenades and volcanoes, guys. <laughs> yeah, sounds good. Uh, sleep well tonight. Everything will be a-okay. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Anyway, me and my wife were sitting outside indulging on our porch one night, enjoying ourselves. I needed to go to the bathroom, so I stepped back inside, and after a few moments, I hear my wife go, holy shit, get out here. So I quickly dash back outside, and she's looking up at the sky in awe. I look up too, and there's a perfect line of dozen lights traveling across the sky.